Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Dramasology Podcast. In this episode, I wanted to cover The Good Bad Mother, which was a recently aired Korean drama that aired on JTBC, Netflix, and TV Inc. This was a really good drama, and so I thought it would be a good drama to cover on this episode. So I want to start by giving a quick synopsis of this drama. According to my drama list, the synopsis goes, Young Soon is a single mother and pig farmer who raised her son, Kango, alone. Despite her love for him, her strict parenting caused Kango to view her as a bad mother. As an adult, Kango became a cold-hearted prosecutor and kept his distance from his mother. However, an unexpected accident caused him to return to his hometown and start over with Young Sun. Kango's childhood friend, Miju, known for her warm heart and strong sense of justice, also reconnected with him after his accident, leading to a transformative experience for her. And so, yeah, that's the synopsis according to my drama list. So, this drama stars Ramiran as Jin Young Sun, who is the mother, right, the good bad mother in this case. And Ramiran is a face that I recognize not for her drama or her acting, but for a variety show. So, she was in one of my ultimate, ultimate variety shows, The Onis, which also had Min Hyorin and a few other like comedians, like female comedians. And I recall just being endeared to her in that like variety show. And so that's where I know her best from. She's a very funny person in real life, very nice, at least from what I could see on the variety show. So that's kind of where I know her from. That said, I also recognize her from the Avengers Social Club and a bunch of other things like she's been in actually a lot of supporting roles a lot a lot of supporting roles a lot of tv like appearances as well but like when i talk about main role acting she hasn't been in that many but i will say that she's one of those rare actresses that you know how like as actresses age especially women they tend to lose like main roles whereas hers is almost like a change from supporting role to main roles and that's very interesting to me so she's one of those rare actresses that can kind of you know move into that main role and um, world that not a lot of actresses do a lot of actresses get demoted right to support roles um as they grow older so i am a very huge huge fan of her then the next person casted in this drama is ido hyun who i mean i love i love him as much as i love ijeok right they are really on the same level for me <laughs> um for different reasons because idoyon actually plays more romantic more and when i say romantic i don't mean like romantic in like the young love kind of romance i mean he's he plays a lot of romantic like poetic dramas right dramas that have a, a deeper warmer feeling to them right so he has a lot of like sad dramas unfortunately and i'll talk about that later because that actually influenced my decisions about this drama so idoyon obviously great great actor recently he was in the glory which I think we all watched. I also covered The Glory on this podcast, so do check out my review if you've not seen that. But yeah, given that The Glory aired in March and this aired in April, I would assume that most likely The Glory was... Yeah, I'm pretty sure The Glory was pre-produced because it would have made no sense how quickly he got into another drama right so most likely uh, i mean actually most likely the good bad mother too was also pre-produced but yeah so he was in the glory of course and also melancholia which is another drama i really like i i think idoyon just has a lot of nuna dramas like a lot of dramas where he's kind of the younger 
man in the relationship, right? And so his love interest is always a little older than him. And that kind of makes sense for his age at the moment, if that makes sense to people. In the sense that as he grows older, he'll start to shoot dramas where he is the older one, right? But as of now, he's still pretty young in the industry. So he has no choice, almost no choice for a lot of dramas. He would always end up being like younger than his female lead. So I don't think it's on purpose also either, right? So yeah, he's also been in 18 Again and Sweet Home, right? So those are two other dramas that I really like of all the dramas he's ever been in. I think Melancholia is my favorite of all his dramas that I like. But I know 18 Again was really good. I really like the OST in that drama. And obviously Sweet Home because, I mean, amazing. He had carried that drama. Like, I feel like... (laughs) He made that drama worth it in the sense that a lot of the other characters in Sweet Home kind of pissed me off. But he was the constant support for everybody because he was just so smart and he really understood like leadership. And so I was kind of sad. Spoilers if you've... Obviously, I just felt it, sorry. But like I was kind of sad. And we don't know. Maybe in season two, he'll come back because we still don't know like the issue with like the the aliens in sweet home right in that sense so you know he might end up coming back so yeah that was i think the idolion dramas that i have seen a lot of them and i would say they are very very different from a lot of like dramas that people his age acting like dramas that people his age tend to choose are very different they're usually very romantic while he goes for like the most heartbreaking dramas and i mean that's a bad thing because somehow he's managed to warm his way into my heart so he's doing something right then up next is anunjin she plays my favorite 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 character in this drama imiju and i recognize her from hospital playlist one and two and hospital playlist is one of my like most favorite favorite dramas ever like i really like it especially hospital playlist one and she plays one of the doctors in that drama so she's recognizable to me because she stars as one of the doctors in hospital playlist but she was also in the one and only which is a korean drama that i really really like it's like actually one of my favorite korean dramas because it uses a trope I really like, which is the devoted male lead trope, right? And that's a trope that I it's a hill I'll die on. <laughs> I really like that trope, right? And so she's playing the female lead that the character of Kim Kyung Nam, the male lead, is in love with. Like he's he's besotted with her and he does everything he can to be near her, right? And so I really like that drama as well. And she's the female lead in that drama, so she's very recognizable to me. But still, I was very very excited to like see her in this because she hasn't had a lot of main roles and i mean it makes sense i think hospital place was really that breakout role for her so i i expect to see her in more things in the future and the interesting thing about her is that and, and probably why she's my favorite you know casting in this whole thing is that there's just something about her she's not i wouldn't say the tradition like she's beautiful she's a beautiful like lady but she's not that traditional look and maybe that's why she's casted in this drama she is not that traditional beauty look the way like Susie or you know a lot of actresses kind of have that like look to them she she doesn't have that and so she has a very relatable look to her even though she's gorgeous right but her, her looks are kind of down to earth if that makes sense so you know seeing her in this drama I was like yeah actually that's a good casting choice and I'll talk about that a little later then to end the list of main leads in this drama is you into who plays Bang Samshik. And I mean, he's a character that I just, I love him in my heart, right? And he's a very funny character. But Yuintu is somebody that actually I haven't seen a lot of 
really like but i recognize that face in the sense that i've seen him in a lot of support roles i think his first main role was as park dangu in alchemy of souls so i recognize him from there and i mean he's that drama is quite recent so he's a face that i immediately i saw him i was like yeah i know that face he's also in all of us are dead which is i mean it's not recent i mean it's recent enough but it's a drama i think that aired like two or so years ago right and he's just a face i recognize because he was so terrifying in that drama and i remember thinking oh my god like would this like zombie just die and so he's that face that i recognize um and it's just interesting to see him in this drama because he plays a completely different role actually i would even say he plays a completely different role from his role in alchemy of souls to this drama to um the um drama all of us are dead so you know i've seen him like evolve is quite nice and I, I look forward to his future work because he has he has such a like good face for acting that i'm actually shocked and impressed by his acting in, in all the dramas that he's been in and so yeah that's it for the casting um choice for this drama i think it was a good casting choice and i'll talk about that later but first i want to talk about my decision i think to to like watch this drama because actually i thought i would not that's actually i thought i would not watch this drama because honestly Idoyan has given me trauma <laughs> he has given me enough trauma that i'm like you know what i'm just not gonna i'm not gonna engage because this drama has the synopsis that just it screams sad ending it screams either like the mom dies or like the dad like it screams sadness right and so i was like you know what i'm, not, I'm just not gonna watch this drama because i can tell it's gonna be one of those things. Either one ever chooses just an okay romantic drama, he has to put like extra stuff in it, right? And so I was like, I'm not gonna see it. But somehow I don't know what happened. Again, because maybe I just love Ido Hyun. I was like and also I also like Aun Jun. So I was like, you know what? I'll just check it out and because I mean it's just good casting. Everybody everybody in this drama I like. I like every single body like that is casted in. So I was like, you know what, just just try it. If it comes to that part where it's like a tragedy, just ignore it because for those who are long time listeners on my podcast, you know I just I dislike tragedy so much and i'll talk about how this drama kind of unknowingly helps me in that sense that i actually ended up not crying at the end of this drama but yeah that was really my first thought when i saw this drama i was like no (laughs) and then i was like well maybe and then i was like okay yeah let's let's try it yeah so i'm just gonna talk about the things i liked about this drama and there are a lot of things that are good about this drama and then i'll move on to things that i disliked about this drama and there are quite a few things because there are moments in this drama um that i was like you know what maybe i'm just gonna stop watching and i'll talk about those moments later but first the things that i liked about this drama like i said great casting that's the number one thing that just works for this drama it's really really good casting choice in the sense that everybody kind of fits the environment they're acting in right so they're acting in the countryside and you know it's a lot of pig farming a lot of just rural stuff and so everybody's face just fits i know that sounds kind of shallow that i mean why is it in the countryside that you know you expect people that are just normal looking to be in well technically like statistically (laughs) right beautiful people tend to move to the cities <laughs> i feel like that's just like it's that's to be a statistic somewhere so i'll find that statistics for me but like in the sense that their face just fits that world that they are in it seems to me right i was talking about anunjin's look anunjin is a beautiful lady right but she's not that like pizzazz like you don't see her be like oh 
wow, I'm stunned by your beauty kind of thing, right? And Idoyan also doesn't give you that vibe either, even though he's very handsome. It's not like I'm saying they're ugly. They're not ugly. They are beautiful people, but they are not that showy beautiful, right? And I was talking about like if you compare Anunjin to like Suzy or to like, you know, one of those like top actresses that, you know, they cast for beauty in the sense that like Suzy was cast for Anna, right? Because that's how Anna is supposed to look, right? And so that's the first thing this drama does. So it's casting people that I'll be like, yeah, that actually makes sense. Ramiran is a cast that I was like, yeah, actually, I see her in that world, Right, and they they all they have such good chemistry together. Like Ramiran and Idoyon and Anunjin, like they just have that good chemistry. Even you in I was not expecting the chemistry in these last few episodes that he he kind of displayed with Anunjin, right? And so that's the first thing that goes for this drama. Great, great casting. The next thing I'll talk about that I liked about this drama is the story, and this is like both a thing i like about this drama and a thing i dislike about this drama but in the sense that the story did well in some things for example having like the character of the twins in this story is just is a good was a good idea because they kind of had carried this drama right they had that cuteness that you didn't know you needed and i mean people talk about the fact that this is hidoyan's second time um being a dad to twins right because in 18 again he was also a dad to like a twin like fraternal twins and so that's one thing i'll say the story in this is very good right it's a very good plot a very good premise that they are going for and it's done in such a way that it brings out the acting chops of Idoyan because being the child of such a mother that's like a terrible person is a very difficult thing right and so you kind of sympathize with with his behavior even when he goes like astray even when he breaks up with Imiju right when Kango breaks up with Imiju you still kind of understand where it's coming from because the way his mom has raised him you know, as giving him that just that sense that he has to do some things on his own. He has to, you know, fight on his own. He has to, you know, work hard and kind of be this cold-hearted person because his mom has kind of put it in him to be that that kind of person. And so when he has the character of like Imiju that's kind of very different from him, kind of sunny, kind of lovely, warm-hearted, it kind of like shows a difference with like his mom, a contrast to his mother that's that like cold-hearted, you know, just mean person. And so I really liked the dynamic that they went for with the story. It was a good premise, good story. And I really enjoyed seeing it play out on the screen. And so, you know, them introducing the character of the twins. I always like seeing kids in dramas, right? So seeing them in this drama, it was just fantastic. And also because the twins are such good actresses and actors. Like the girl playing Yejin and the boy playing Sojin, they are just so good and so cute. Like you, you can't not watch and i think they really they really set you on a trap like they cute bait you if that's a thing because they're just so cute you're like i have to watch the next episode because i have to see this cuties like they're just too cute not to keep watching right and so the story kind of puts moments like that in it that just works for it that makes the story more cohesive and more you know just more engaging it's to the point where the twins even become kind of part of the comic relief right they become that you know (laughs) just that fun moment you have i i think my favorite favorite scene in this drama was the scene where (laughs) yechin is telling her brother that she's not gonna accept that kango is her father right and she goes that how dare a mother steal her daughter's man and i like i burst into laughter it was easily the funniest 
funniest scene in that drama just the accent everything the way she talks and i mean such a good actress like so cute um and i like the way that her brother just like accepts all her behavior right they are such a cute duo that their dynamic just works for the screen right and so that was the aspect of this drama that i really liked same for like the townspeople they were an addition to this drama that was just made it light because kango's like side the prosecutor's side the fighting side is kind of dull and like just just dreary to watch right and so to have that like contrast with this sunny countryside feeling it's just i think it's amazing right and so the townspeople also add to that element of um just comedy right they are hilarious sam is really the funniest character in this even though he's i mean he's, he's the dumbest person i've ever seen like i mean he's stupidly dumb right but he's funny in how dumb he is right and so he he entertained me at least that he made me so so unaware of his role as Park Dango even though he had that kind of element of still being that like a dicical character in Alchemy of Souls he wasn't to this level in this level he's basically a clown right in this drama he's just a clown and I love seeing that right and so that's what I mean in the sense that like this story is just well written well like executed in that sense and then I'll say the biggest reason why I like this drama and I mean I could have decided to put this as part of like the story but I want to put this on its own because it deserves to be on its own the biggest reason why I like this drama is because of the character of Imiju Imiju has basically coined a new term in the drama world we call her the greenest flag for a reason right she's easily the greenest flag and I mean that's a term that exists we always talk about how extraordinary Atoni Wu the character of the male lead is the green flag in that drama. It's the greenest flag we've ever seen, I think, in the drama. But when we talk about green flags, there's a sense of, like, we talk about it for male leads, right? How is this male lead such a good person that he makes him a green flag? And so to have her be referred to as a green flag for a female is quite interesting and unheard of. And I think she has to be the first one that people are like, that's a green flag. Like, she's just a green flag. Because honestly, she's the one that kind of saves Chikango in a way that even, yes, yes the drama tries to make it seem like the mom and the son kind of rebuild their relationship when he comes back and has to you know leave in the countryside again but really it's Imiju's work over the years that has really saved this boy's mental health because Kango would be nothing nothing I mean absolutely nothing without her right and so she's such a character that to me she's easily the most mature in a way that even the mom is not mature she's easily the most mature most you know altruistic person i have ever seen in a drama right and so in that sense she's just she's just so pleasant to see she's like she gives you clear vision (laughs) kind of like character right and so she's this character that became everybody's favorite because of how good of a person she is right she sponsors kango to go to school pass his bar exam like she's there for him through everything and when he decides that he can't be with her anymore she isn't clingy or annoying you know she, she lets him go but at the same time seeing her like work hard for her kids and stuff like that but also still kind of understand like especially when kango comes back and she she's kind of she's trying to understand what has happened to kango she's not saying anything she's not overly mean to him anything she's just a truly mature person right that even that scene where she she goes to young soon and she's like do you want me to take that pesticide? I think it was pesticide. Like, Young Soon wanted to kill herself. And she recognizes, oh, that... Like, the way she just comes to that conclusion that that's what Young Soon wanted to do and kind of helps her take a different decision. Imiju's character 
is a character that she almost doesn't have she doesn't hold grudges right she doesn't she's not malicious right she's she's the most just clean like minded person i don't know how to explain what kind of character she is but she's just that character that you're like wow i want to know that person in real life kind of character right she she's that person that you know you can't help but want to be around and i think that's the influence that she kind of has on trek and go why he's so in love with her and why he cannot forget her and so she is the reason why i like this drama she's actually one of the reasons why i decided to keep watching this drama because there are moments when i was like you know what i'm not feeling this drama um for a bunch of reasons and so you yeah, have to give it up to anunjin she's a very good portrayal of this like character image because i mean even when she's crying right everything just seems real authentic with this character that is in a way i've i really never seen it before and so honestly i'm looking forward to our like future roles and so yeah that's all the things i also like about this drama and i want to also talk about things that i did not like about this drama <laughs> and this is going to be controversial because a lot of people have this drama as a 10 really i'm going to give this drama like an 8 8.5 at best <laughs> for a bunch of reasons the very first reason why i kind of did not like this drama or i found myself kind of being like do i really want to keep watching this drama is that the camera work in this drama and the directing doesn't seem professional to me and this is all like this people would disagree with this but i don't know there was just something about it that was not flowing you know how a drama is supposed to convey a certain feeling this drama is mostly set in the countryside and so there's a sense of comedy a sense of comedy between neighbors stuff like that but for some reason to me there's just there's a way that the director has shot this drama that just doesn't work for me sometimes the angles are too low sometimes the angles are too close that it just feels off and really i think it's all directing at this point it's i think it's all directing. there's nothing wrong with it like the drama is solid but the director isn't very good at capturing a scene there are scenes where i'm like why is he so close to the people like he should be far back you know zooming from outside like i don't know how to explain it like unless you you are into that slice of life kind of drama i think you will not understand what i'm talking about like liberation news does that kind of like camera work well in a way that i don't know who shot this drama but it's just not working at least for me and a lot of people probably did not notice it but for me i was like Ah, so, like it's just something needling me about this like camera work so yeah that was the first thing i had a problem with and then the second thing i have a problem with and this is one that i think actually people might agree with me on this is that the ending was too sudden and i'm sure this is going to be like the first and only time i'll ever say something like this because usually dramas are too long they are usually never too short but in the era of like dramas being 12 episodes which makes sense if it's like a romance like just basic romance i understand why a drama would be 12 episodes instead of 16 because you know you don't want to have that and i've talked about this before that episode 11 to 13 unnecessary breakup just so that they will make up in episode 16 two minutes before the end of the drama like you don't want something like that and so in a pure romantic drama that makes sense like 12 episodes yes please but this drama actually would have done better as a 16 episode drama not a 14 episode drama because there were moments where i felt like this is too rushed given what has happened the moment from where he kind of recovers his memory to when they solve all the issues and the crimes and you know i'm like ah, this isn't how it should be it's too quick the feeling that's coming to me is too quick i should have gotten a sense of more work more efforts but the efforts that it takes to kind of solve all the build up of this issue from when his dad died in like the first episode to now 
is it doesn't feel cathartic there's no climax really in that sense right and so i had moments where i was like this is going too fast and even when the drama ended there were moments where i was like is that it young soon dies at the end we kind of see that coming right but still and that's what i'm talking about in the sense that me that i i despise tragedy right i don't want anybody in my drama to die I wonder where to live and be happy at the end of my drama. I wasn't that sold on her death. So when she did die, I was just like, oh, I guess, like, okay. Does that make sense? Like, I, she did not give me that sense of the build up to her death. It just seemed abrupt. Like every other thing in this drama, everything just seemed abrupt. And I think it's because they only have 14 episodes. If they had 16 episodes, they would have been able to kind of drag that part out, right? Because this drama is kind of drama that it, it needs 16 episodes, Right, in this 16 episodes to kind of convey everything else. Another scene that kind of pissed me off that wasn't in this was I really wanted to see the scene where Sojin and Yejin actually find out on camera that Kango is their dad. They kind of do it off camera, and so we just see the aftermath, which like produced the scene where Yejin is like, How can she steal a daughter's man? Right, which is funny, but I would have liked to see more of their reaction more of that bonding because they've kind of built it up right we get the sense of oh the twins dad is like this horrifying bastard right and they talk about him so much that they've built up kind of my expectation to see the twins react to the fact that kango is their dad right because i mean they have this whole relationship with kango that they've built up more because i felt like oh the review was going to be so good they will finally show how they feel about the fact that kango is their dad and i even wanted to see maybe dissent because i expected yejin to be against it and she was right they showed that scene but i really wanted to see the the kind of moment where she goes from being dissatisfied with the fact that kango is not her dad to accepting that because at the end of the day she really really liked kango way more than samshik and there's a sense of innate bond between them because they are father and daughter that kind of explains that and so to have that just disappear i was like ah no you have to add that in that's very crucial right i have built up my watching time (laughs) to see that scene um and so those are the moments where i was like you know this could have been better this was rushed right the scene where it comes back as a prosecutor like all that was just rushed to me and so that was like i think my biggest gripe with this drama just the directing and like the rush of the story they just rushed it i feel like at the end which they should not have this could have been a 16 episode drama easy but yeah those are the only two things and i feel like it's negligible <laughs> depending on who you are this might be negligible for me it's 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 ways in the sense that it, it like cut out marks and so this is an eight for me my journalist has it as an 8.9 which is quite high but for me it's gonna be an eight at best and an eight eight is pretty good <laughs> it's not like a 7.5 7.5 you know your drama is bad if it's a 7.5 but for me, it's an 8, which is not super high. Could have been better. But yeah, this drama is actually very good. Imiju had carries this drama. I love you, Doyon. And I mean, Ramiran is a character that I feel like acting in this is just amazing. So this drama is actually well, like, well written, very solid, you know. And I do recommend it for anybody that is looking for a drama to watch. So yeah, that's my review of The Good Bad Mother. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Have a nice day. Bye.